Kittens to the second edition of the episode where we talk about concerts and cats. I'm your host, the Rum Tim Tugger, and I can't decide whether I like tugging or doing what I do do best. Probably do do. Yeah. It took me a while to, to, to do my do do earlier today. Yeah, you so did. I went up to Jen and I was like, I'm trying to be nice to these tables. <laughs> And be charming and stuff, and all I can think about is the like mother load of like spicy ass chili just chilling right on the other side of my ass cheeks, just <laughs> quivering, waiting to come oh, that's out. The worst. The worst. It's the worst. We're here to talk about cats. Now, we are doing an abridged version, even though this is not a democracy. <laughs> the Swifties have begged me. To, ex- ex- to expedite this. Because everybody's sick of hearing about cats. It's not my fault it took this long to do. Oh, it's mine. It's no. It's kind of a mixture of like. It, it's it's all of our fault. Okay, we had yeah, some concerts. Yeah, we went swimming. Uh, which we talked about ad nauseum on the last podcast. We had some wedding visit to yeah. Canada. I don't know. And then we had a, a drunkenness <laughs> on, the, on my part. Yeah, um, but it's okay. We're we're here to wrap this up and move on to the next episode. Um, but we are going to talk a little bit. This is not a comprehensive coverage of absolutely not of the Andrew Lloyd Webber joint, which I have said, um, and I mean this in every sense of the word that you could take it, is the gayest thing ever created. Ever. Ever. Uh, uh, But it's just like covering Taylor. I start off thinking, man, this sucks. And, you know, in the early days. And uh, then I come around and I'm like, man, when she gets in there, Grizabella with the memory. That's funny. Um, So I didn't... This is about the 2019 movie. Yes. That was directed by Tom Hooper, who did, I think he did La Miserable or whatever. Okay. I think this guy likes to take beloved things that are like questionable as to whether they're good or not and then just like convince everybody that, that they're, they're not shit. good. <laughs> that they're not. Um, that they're never going to. It's like all of the things that. I, okay. So I first watched Cats. Uh, we had this, this neighbor. Her name was Muriel Hummel. Uh-huh. And she was uh-huh. a, a Irish Catholic lady from uh, New York, and uh, she really liked me. She lived two door, two houses down from us on the, on the street I and grew your up parents? on. Parents, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, she was big into New York and Broadway and Catholicism <laughs> and booze. Those sound right. Those sound absolutely. On and deck. her dog, who <laughs> I was paid to walk. Um, and so as I was, as I was like exiting childhood, entering like my like 
preteen years, like she would have me like walk her dog for money. Oh, that's and cool. then one time she like went out of town and asked. I think it was more like to give me and my buddy Ray, who lived on the street, like a sleepover at her house, you know, and yeah. which was kind of fun. And um, so this had to have been right when I thought that that the cats that I had seen was like from the eighties, which is when. Andrew Lloyd Webber's cats hit right, like right. 81 yeah there's one in but that movie released in 98 which is just oh, okay. a really really high quality filming of one of those productions by the way Jen's with me here yes just Jen <laughs> just me Alyssa's being a little bitch about it <laughs> yes she is um we think that she may have deliberately got lost on the way here but so there's that not we would... another George Road there's, there's not, not? no okay. it's well whatever she's full of shit we're gonna get through this anyways <laughs> So, all right. I don't know how much of this shit you watched, but I'm like, 1998. That's when that came out. We put we oh so we're we're in her fucking house. I'm like, hey, yeah, it'd be funny if we put on this gay ass movie, oh, and we put on cats. Yeah, at my house. neighbor's house. Me and my buddy are staying over there. We put on this movie, and at, lo and behold, we're like, this is the stupidest, weirdest thing I've ever seen. All these adults running around in these cat suits, and then at a certain point. Like, there's the one that Taylor Swift plays, which is, okay, Bomb Ballerina. She is much yes. more prevalent in... The play, I mean, it, the, yeah. the stage Okay, show. so there are... So the movie that we watched has a lot of these cats singing singing songs, like, about themselves, right? right? Like, at the end of the McCavity one that Taylor Swift is in, you have Idris Elba come in and be like, I'm McCavity, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. McCavity. <laughs> he never says a single line in... The get in here, get in here. Alyssa's <laughs> here. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. We're, we're chugging along. We're chugging along. That's good. How much of cats did we get through? We're all right. So we're talking about we're talking about uh, <laughs> all right. We're talking about Bombal Arena in the. Oh God. We're talking about Bombal Arena in the '98 version. We're talking about me watching. I'm sorry. This you watched what version? The 1998. So this is when he's talking about when he was a kid. And he went to go... 13 years old. We're staying at my Irish Catholic neighbor's house. She's a big Broadway fan. And we're watching what I thought up until this point was like an 80s version of this. This is a 1998 thing. So, 98 comes out. 13 years old. And I am watching Bombellerina and her fucking Victoria and these fucking fit-ass women <laughs> crawl around like cats on the stage with their whole asses and pussies just like <laughs> like moving about all feline and shit and it was like I was like two things can exist, exist simultaneously this, this is the is gayest scary. thing ever and, and this is the most turned on I've ever been in my entire <laughs> fucking life that's hilarious and well, sometimes uh, the cat's costumes are like skin tight yeah, spandex so you so can see they're not even just skin tight they're going into orifices yeah. <laughs> and did, did, did you see that part where, where Victoria's doing her dance and it's like they made her... I mean, these are amazing oh, yeah, dances. They made her quiver oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. purpose because she's in heat. Yeah. And so it's just like her... Like she's doing the splits yeah. horizontally or vertically. And then it's just like every little nook and cranny of her just like pulsating with like a quivering rhythm because she's supposed to be in heat. And, and like, then they have this like cat orgy on stage. Yeah, there's like I'm a just cat like, this, this is like... This is like... <laughs> A, a hop, skip, and a jump away from like two porn. two kids watching porn yeah. and not looking at each other while they have blankets over their fucking <laughs> crotches. All right. That said, 
Um, all that aside, seeing this 2019 fucking garbage fire makes me think that the the whatever they culminated and released in '98 was like the best that that shit ever had to offer. I think, because I think so. so much of this is so fucking stupid, but the songs that hit are yeah. like pretty fucking good. Yeah, they, all right. Really- so the ones that hit, obviously, memory. Obviously, Grizabella the Glamour Cat. Grizabella the Glamour, Glamour Cat makes you feel things. Not Jennifer Hudson. I am sorry. Look, I respect her, <laughs> but her sounding like she's about to weep the entire time Was is good. just not doing it for me. I like the 98 lady with the fucking, like, Marie Antoinette looking yeah. shit. Like, she's got power and gravity and, like, she kind of dances around a little bit. Like, yeah. she's reliving that a little bit, you know? Um... And then the McCavity song and the Rum Tum Tugger. Look, (laughs) when it came out in 81, I don't know what that shit looked like, but you can tell the 98 version was definitely, they're like, this is fucking Prince. Excuse me, Jellicle Cats slaps. Jellicle Cats is a good one. You have left out Jellicle Cats. No, I don't think that slaps. (laughs) I think it's fucking fucking dumb. uh, What about a, what about a, the, the intro, the, oh, you blind with your bond. Oh, that's Do-do-do. a good one. Okay, also, what I did not know until watching this, this is, like, almost every single line is lifted straight from a 1930-something book oh, written yeah. by T.S. Eliot called Old Possum's Book of Magical Cats or Jellicle, it's not Jellicle Cats. It's not, but it's something. So, Andrew Lloyd Webber, I always have to remind myself, he doesn't write shit. <laughs> No, he doesn't write shit. He just makes a... He's like, I'm going to put some notes to it. Yeah, and he was also obsessed with cats, just like right. T.S. Eliot was. And what Andrew Lloyd Webber said with this was, um, this movie sucked so much <laughs> that it made me go buy a dog <laughs> for the first time in my life. And then the dude's like in his 70s. Yeah. He's like, yeah, pull a dog now because I hate this movie so much. <laughs> So much. But long story short, we are here to talk about Taylor Swift. There's a lot of things we could talk about with like where this went wrong, uh, you know, good intentions. I mean, there's some fascinating trivia about this that n- nobody really cares to hear. The fact that Judy Dench, Dame Judy Dench, who they brought in to play Old Deuteronomy, there's that's a callback. To the original casting, she was supposed to play Grizabella on Broadway initially, oh, really? but she broke her fucking, she tore her Achilles tendon oh, and had to get it. pulled off, so she never got to be in Cats, and so they bring her back for this shit as old Deuteronomy, which is kind of oh, cool. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I think I'm just so fucking baffled because this is like all of my universes colliding. When I like you sitting there talking about Andrew Lloyd Webber and you actually knowing any. Sort well, of. Only because. Well, she watched this whole thing I, with this chick. Both of you knowing anything, knowing even knowing who he is, is hilarious. Oh, I mean, I go, I go back way further with Phantom of the Opera. This, this chick uh, that I was my carpool. Um, she was like the chick I carpooled with. Her mom would take us to school in the morning, and she would play the tape of Oh, Phantom of the Opera. But fucking goal. There are worse things than a shattered chandelier. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty disturbing. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyways, um, 
What do you guys think was like the most egregious fucking piece of shit thing about this movie? Oh, the the, old, the new one, the nineteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Twenty nineteen one. I don't know. James I Corden. really. But did you think that? Yeah, he's pretty bad. James Corden. Oh, James yeah. Corden, but that was before he before he revealed himself to be like a bad man, not tipper yeah. guy. James Corden. You know what? You know what? You know what? It's like the biggest slap in the face is that him and stupid ass Rebel Wilson like got up there and being like, "Oh, isn't it sucks that we were in such a piece of shit?" You know, because they they everybody heaped all of the blame for this onto the special effects team that was on it. Now these guys spent six fucking months working on a trailer. The two-minute trailer for it. And then they were told, you have six more months. Now, I, I could be getting these numbers wrong right, or whatever. Right, I forgot right, the right. fucking notes. But to finish the movie so that we can get it out by Christmas time. This is like what happens when a video game comes out. And, they, and they're like, okay, this is crunch time. And they're like, we're not fucking done yet. And they're like, I don't care. We're publishing this shit this day. And then everybody blames the fucking devs. Right. This is what happened with this. This tanked this whole fucking studio, and then every single person involved is like, fuck the studio, fuck the studio, fuck the studio. <laughs> and, I mean, these people worked their asses off, and they had shit to work with. They yeah, changed shit I up know, on I them every that. step of the way. They it's, changed shit up on them every step terrible. of the way. I can't even, like, tell you that. I, it, was, it was, like, excruciating to watch. <laughs> yeah. So, enter Taylor Swift. This is her... I liked it. I know she did say that. She's like Taylor showed um, Taylor, uh, our Taylor was like she's like she showed it to me she, the other day and she, she was like I watched it. It. <laughs> it. was fine. Yeah, I liked it. Oh, like, Lindsay, yeah. <laughs> what? I, that's what I said. <laughs> you, you say what now? I was like I cannot believe I'm watching this. This is this is ridiculous. Like they look creepy. So Taylor Swift plays the character I mentioned before, oh, bomb ballerina. Okay. Now, in the movie, um, in the in the original, the original stage production, there are lots of characters that are, um, they are all auditioning to basically ascend to the next to the next life, be reborn again. Right. Um, and so this is like them kind of introducing themselves and saying what they're about and why they should be the chosen one. Right. And so a lot, some of these are the characters themselves singing. And some of them, you know, for better or for worse. Like, Mungo Jerry and Rumpelteaser. Fucking badass yeah. uh, performance there. Um, in the original. Because it's super, right. like, vaudevillian I, and shit. I and really then they, liked the, yeah. I didn't, I've never really watched the original, the 1998 or whatever um, version of the, the stage show, right? It's like, or is it a movie? Uh, dude, like, I, I, I should say, like, you've, you've watched the peripheral stuff around it enough to where, like, just do yourself a favor and watch it. Because it's a... If it's nothing else, it's a whole ass vibe. Well, well you know bro. what? I liked the old man when he's up there like, so, crying. Funny enough, that is a legendary yeah. actor. He's like His 90 name is. Years old. Do you have that. you ever seen uh, the Parent Trap, the original Parent Trap? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Have you seen like Pollyanna? Oh yeah. Haley yeah, yeah. Mills. Haley Mills. Oh, okay. That's her father, oh. Sir John Mills. Yeah, because okay? when he's singing, he looks a little like he's about to tear up and he's mm-hmm. shaking. And he really is. Yeah, he was like 90 in right. that shit. Okay. He's singing about like so, old, when he, what he Right, right, right. And then they replace him with fucking Ian McKellen, also a legendary actor in the, the 2019 one. But what I'm getting at is that a, more often than not, you have other cats singing about the cat that is the subject of the song. Right. Um, so that's where we get 
the cats that aren't even named in in T.S. Eliot's thing. Demeter, right. uh, Bombellarina, uh, Muntungus, or whatever the fuck his name is. But they're <laughs> they're essentially on stage. They are the chorus. The chorus is kind of the narrator. Uh, sometimes it's multiple people, or sometimes it's like one voice that isn't actually a character in the whole thing, but they're driving the entire thing forward. Now, these the, this chorus has a lot more personality, and Bombellarina uh, also uh, incidentally has big old tits and is like this like sex pot, uh, which you know. I remember Bombalarina. That was the thing I remember. Um, so, Bombalarina is replaced in this one by Taylor Swift, who is in the movie for a grand total of literally about five minutes. That's it. Now, Taylor was super enthusiastic, doing all kinds of reviews, talking about how they go to had to go to cat school. Yeah. Um, but she also was like, said something like, "This is the weirdest thing." Like, had to crawl around, learn how to play like cats. She seemed very enthusiastic about the whole thing. That she also said that like. There are people from all walks of stardom, fandom, um, showbiz. You've got dancers. You've got uh, right. singers that have never done this before. You've got right. actors that have never done, done this, this kind of thing yeah. before. Um, and so you get this hodgepodge. I, 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 I find Rebel Wilson's character in this thing completely insufferable. Um, <laughs> just like I find Rebel Wilson completely insufferable, yeah. right? And uh, I don't know. And and then they, they do some weird shit with making Mr. Mistopheles like this, like, uh, can't get it up magician kind of thing. Like, uh, but I will say that I thought Taylor Swift's um, performance oh, was that. pretty good. Yeah. Right? And like, and they definitely, they definitely like, uh, like, uh, give her a little bit like a padding on the TNA department, right? Yeah. Like, she's like buxom hourglass looking more yeah. than Taylor Swift is. Yeah. Um, because she's supposed to be the like fucking the sex it's pot cat or yeah. whatever, and it, it kind of works. Uh, what doesn't work, however, is Taylor Swift's uh, attempt at a British accent. Oh, that was. Terrible. I don't know if Joe. <laughs> I don't know if Joe Alwyn hadn't gotten all that pillow talk in her ear yet, but uh, yeah, she's so not cool. there. Oh, my grandma must stay there. That's where she gets her English accent from. Uh, and then the culmination of the whole thing. McCavity is one of the coolest songs in this. It's, yeah, it's really it's, cool. uh, it's like dirty, dirty lounge singer jazz thing with Demeter and Bommelorina fucking rubbing their skin tight fucking asses all over each other. And, uh, you know, we're all into it. And, and, and this culminates with fucking uh, um, Idris Elba hopping out and being like, yes, it's me, McCavity. <laughs> and I'm in a skin tight, that, I'm a naked man. You know? Like, I know that Olivia, like, uh, McCavity because last night when I was watching that girl that you told me about her give her a shout out because she was actually pretty funny and her name is Gracie Fitzpeter Gracie Fitzpeter yeah we, we got a lot of we got a lot of mileage out of your two hour breakdown of all three Yes. Uh, uh, things, yeah. So yes. is that the is that the name on yeah, her channel? That's her, that's yeah, her yeah. Name on her channel. that was a fucking awesome, yeah, uh, exhaustive a... breakdown of of this entire thing. But so, I was so watching we got... it, and I was and the song came on McCavity, and Lydia bolted from her room over here. And was like, "Are you watching the cats again?" And I'm like, "No." She's like, "Oh my god!" And then she sat here and was like, kind of just on her phone, but but it, in the presence, yeah, of exactly. It. But, I mean, it was interesting, you know, to watch it from that point of view. To where, what are these? What is this even about? I don't even know what this is about. Like, I, that, I guess. Are you serious? You don't know what it's I, about? No, I didn't know at the, be at yeah. the beginning yeah. of this girl's breakdown of it, and then when she explains it, T. S. Eliot, you know, and then she talks. It goes into the to the nineteen eighty eight one, 
um, it was really interesting. And I was like, okay, now I can, you know, get behind what she's saying. It's like a, and she says it at the beginning with that cute little uh, thing when they're looking at this, and she's like, we, we made this shit like, with her and her cousin or uncle or somebody. And that's where they found out they, they got, they had something. The Hey happen. Arnold thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the Hey Arnold thing. <laughs> Well, anyways, we also hated this piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, I think this was Taylor Swift kind of dipping her toe into, I don't know, just flexing in all directions. You know? I think it was her her first, like, she's she's going to she's gonna do what Sarah Bareilles did. She's going to write the music for an original musical that's not her music. Guaranteed. Like, I you guarantee. So? I guarantee it's coming. That would be really cool, actually. I guarantee. I know she's Because Sarah Bareilles wrote all of the music for Waitress. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. I and forgot it's about Waitress. amazing. Yeah, I love that musical. And so, like, that, that's what's it. I guarantee. Like, in the next, you asked me where I think she would be, like, by the time she's 80 or whatever. I'm thinking in, like, 20 years, maybe even 10. Like, 10 years. I'll be dead as fuck when she's 80. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> I'm five years older than her, and I'll be dead as fuck. She'll be injecting fucking jellified babies into her skin. You can't say that she's not the type of person who could go for an EGOT, you know? I really hope that she doesn't. I think Mm. she will. I think she will. Get it sooner than later. Yeah, she's she's 100% going to write the original music for a musical. I would love that. I I know it's coming. I don't know when it's coming, but it's going to happen. I could see her getting an Emmy and a Grammy. Not an Oscar. Well, she uh, for like best well, music. An, o- an Oscar for it's, best music. You don't think she's gonna get it for like acting, no. right? Okay. No, an Oscar. No, or for director. Best... She's a, she's a gritty directing. No, she would get an Oscar for best original song, and she would get a Tony for. Oh yeah, that's true. The musical. That's yeah, true. I, I could. Yeah, she could easily get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. She could. She's not gonna get it for acting. Don't no, no, she's no, not gonna get like, no, absolutely. She, it would be a collabo though. You know, you, you know? know what? Yeah. You missed you messed up on Valentine's Day. We're covering cats. We should be covering Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. What's Valentine's Ready? Day? Okay. <laughs> it's with Taylor. Is, is that a Gary Marshall joint? Is it? Like, <laughs> yeah. It is, it is yeah. yeah. It's the one where they all, like, all the stars are in it, and they all look like, Yeah, no, no. Like, I mean, he's done a couple of these, yeah. right? Like, New so Year's. So one. she's in that one, and that's where she first met Taylor Lautner. Yeah. Uh, we're doing it. Yeah, we <laughs> have to. We have to. It's so bad. If we're doing oh, we, we, We'll cover it on Valentine's Day. How about oh, that? Oh, God. We, she's only in it for like three seconds. Still. She just does an interview. So was, It'll be an excuse to get together and do a fucking She does a fucking like podcast. cheerleading yeah. thing. Like, <laughs> she's a And then she like shakes her butt, lands on the ground, and like is like on her knees. <laughs> and then she gets up and she goes, okay. Yeah. And that's funny. That's it. And she's like in the... She's I, so like... Skinny and, and, and like lanky. Lanky. Yeah. So funny. It's super cute. <laughs> Sounds terrible, just it's like all of terrible. Gary Marshall's fucking movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we sat through this, cats. every time you say Gary Marshall, I think Gary Oldman. Oh, no, he's I much better. Gary, like, Gary Oldman, much better than Gary Marshall. I know. <laughs> but it's like a, it's just it, what keeps happening. Gary Marshall, you've seen Hocus Pocus, right? He's, he's the devil. <laughs> That they are like, that's oh, right. master. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I forget. Master. Anyways, speaking of the devil, this movie belongs, deserves to fucking burn in hell along with Tom Hooper, who fucked over everybody involved. Oh, and, that was uh, the guy that was the main director. Yeah, yeah. That uh, terrible. I did it flop at the box. I, like, flopped, right? Oh, yeah. It was terrible. It was terrible. And, and didn't so, you see it? They even tried to re-release it. 
Like, they released it, it flopped, and then they re-released oh, it, and it flopped again. But didn't Judy Dench, like, bring up her hand, and it was just, like, a naked human hand with yeah. a fucking wedding ring on it? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yes, yes. Hurry up, let's go, let's go. But we're done? No, 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 I mean, like, hurry up, that they were like, hurry up with the movie, let's go. Move six months. On. Yeah, six months. Six yeah. months, well, yeah, you're going to miss a couple human hands. Yeah. But seriously, we're done. That's all we need to do with this. Okay. Um... It's it's not good. And that's cats. Do yourself a favor. Look, if you're into this kind of thing, go watch the fucking '98 thing. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. It's a lot of it's a lot of people doing something really weird, but doing it really fucking well. Like these dancers are incredible. Yeah, Yeah. even if you don't like musicals or anything, watching their 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 ability alone is like you're just sitting there like. And And like, look, Andrew Lloyd Webber, bit of an odd duck, but uh, talented. Yeah, no. Got to respect. He, he made he he did the music for that. He made the music for that Broadway, show, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Whole thing. That's insane. What's funny to me is that like Andrew Lloyd Webber's uh, hideous man. Yes. Is, oh, you mean like racist or something? Oh no, no, he's just no, ugly. He's really ugly. Oh yeah, he's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ugly. Like, poor guy. Poor wow. guy. Another person who's never going to come on our show now. Thank you guys. <laughs> Funny. Big Plusin and Cousin fan we just lost. Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber. Not Plusin and Cousin. Fucking. What's this Taylor podcast called? All right. Shifties with Swifties. That was Shifties with Swifties. 26 minutes. Thank That's you, ladies, for your patience. Absolutely. Uh, sorry. Join us on our next episode where we talk about. Episode where we talk about uh, folklore. The COVID album. <laughs> the first. Yeah. The first COVID album. Thank you. And you want to Don't come, kid. Don't call me baby. That's the song right there. And there's no doing anything about it. <laughs> Let me get a 